Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Redman TV. And this is your player rating show. My name's Dan Club. I'm joined by three boss club legends inside our kitchen studio at the Redman TV. We're here to talk about Southampton 4, Liverpool 4, and just how the Reds got on. And that was probably a fair result. I never thought to say that about a 4-4, but there we go. So, I'm going to start with you. Um, Keevan Kelleher comes in for this one in place of Alison Becker. Nice, easy start. We've already said earlier on in the fan cam, there wasn't his finest hour. So, number-wise, what were we giving him? It wasn't. It was... Uh... He didn't have a huge amount to do apart from pick the ball out of his net. But he should have had more to do than pick the ball out of his net. Uh, I, it's going to be a five. It's it's a, it's a bad performance. At least two of those goals should have been saved, and Ali would have saved them. Yeah. I can't give him more than that. And again, we look shaky because of the lack of authority yeah. in Kelleher's play. So yeah, I'd, uh, definitely a five. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I'd love to be able to because I really like Kevin yeah. Kelleher. I think he's a boss goalie. But today he just wasn't at it. Whether it's some rustiness because he hasn't played a lot of football, he hasn't played any lot of sort of actual first team football anyway. But yeah, you're right. He was miles. I have a couple of really weak attempted saves. Um, come to you. Um, right back, in inverted commas, kind of right back. Trent Alexander Arnold, what are we saying? Ooh, that's a tough one. Because, um, yeah, you were saying like in a very right back, he was going too much okay. up front at the time. So I'm going to say six, six, six or seven. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go seven. I don't think he ran the game seven yet. I don't think he, he ran the game like he has been doing in recent weeks. Like we've all been joking. It's been the Trent show a lot of the time. I don't think he was quite at those sort of levels. I thought he was good against They played a lovely sort of slide rule pass for the Firmino goal that gets us on the front foot. That's the sort of thing we expect from him in that position now. And it's still high quality. Maybe we shouldn't take it for granted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he wasn't quite... Yeah, that defensive now comes into play as well to kind of help us out in midfield at times. But we were a little bit too open in there still. So fair enough. And I think this is an interesting one now, Steve, because we come to the centre-backs and we've already spoken about how we were surprised by the way they lined up. So I'll give you Joe Gomez to begin with. What did you make of him today? Um, physically fine, as I said before, like the challenges that he attempted, it was nice to see that athleticism there, his physical attributes seem to have recovered, but where he left me wanting more was his taking charge of this, um, situations, his decision-making as a whole seemed to be off. He'd show the defender one side and the defender just go, fine, I'm just going to go the other way. And he had no way to deal with it. He felt exposed in the middle of the park. And I think... Whether that's a management decision, I feel like they did him a disservice by putting him in the middle. Or maybe it was to see if he could cover for Van Dyke to to influence maybe 
recruitment in the summer. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like he would have had much of a better time where he's much more familiar. Mm. So there there are less new decisions to make, if that makes sense. So I'd I'd give him a no higher than a six, to be honest. No, I think that's fair. I was thinking a six myself. It does feel like an odd decision. I spoke this week, actually, on the deep dive um, on Redman Plus, you can check it out, about Joe Gomez sort of covering for Canate. Because just naturally, with all his traits and his attributes, he feels like the better fit for that. Having played right back, he's quick, he's powerful. On his best day, there are all the good things he does well. He doesn't have many good days, unfortunately, anymore. And today wasn't one either. But like you say, it feels like he was sort of out of position in many senses, which seems strange. Um, I'll do massive just quickly not his finest game of football for Liverpool Football Club either I think too often we were getting too exposed and the midfield wasn't helping out in terms of that either I think it is Gomez for the is it a Sulemana goal to make a 3-2 kind of nobody goes and engages him and Matic could both get out quicker and make something happen because he travels for like 20-30 yards with it and then finally finishes on the edge of the box and that shouldn't be allowed essentially I'm thinking I want to say because Matic or Gomez needs to go and deal with that um, so I'll probably give Matic a 6 as well I feel like him and Gomez were kind of below par today uh, and both of them didn't do their sort of stock any favours ahead of next season and ahead of the summer because we spoke earlier on in the match build-up show about how both of these defenders can sort of stake a claim for their role next year. I'm not sure either of them did it, but I will say Gomez is probably in the wrong position to do so. Um, anyway, Costas Simakas. We touched upon it before. He is not the man. If we thought Andy Robertson's doing an okay job of filling in as a left side of centre-back, Costas Simakas is not that, is he? No, that question is very much firmly answered now he's he's not the man for that position I mean if we have a plan B that includes a flat back four next season mm. fine yeah. I'm fine with him being that guy but he is not part of a, of a of a back three and he because of that he didn't have a great game today again maybe he's been done a bit of a disservice by the coaching staff because that's not his position yeah. and he's just he didn't he didn't look comfortable there and I imagine that bleeds into his teammates around him and makes everyone else a little uncomfortable again 5.5 because he didn't make any glaring errors no. but again he, he didn't look like he knew he didn't he's not comfortable he, he wasn't happy there and there's a reason he got hooked there's, even if those four subs didn't seem pre-programmed he'd still have come off when he did Yeah, because he just he didn't look comfortable there and he, he didn't have another 30 minutes of the, like playing there in him no, it was it was it wasn't fair, maybe, but yeah, five point five. Yeah, I think that's absolutely spot on. To be honest with you, like I say, completely out of sorts. Completely anything that he does do well in terms of his influence on a game, he can't have it from that role. It's just not happening for him. He's not the the greatest one on one defender you've ever seen. His reading of the play isn't perfect either. His set pieces are probably his strongest asset in many senses. Um, so yeah, not not for me him playing there, and that kind of strengthens the case to go and buy one potentially in the summer as well. Um, Fabinho, then I feel like Fabinho's come back in to four max in recent weeks and today wasn't off it either for me I thought it was a decent performance too often again we were left exposed because the midfield was too wide open he's obviously culpable for a lot of that but what did you make of his performance today? Well there were so many chances that Fabinho could have at least stopped them goals mm. if he did cause we, were, we were saying that he wasn't on a yellow card he could have at least done a professional foul mm. yeah so um, I'm going to give him oh sorry I'll give him a four Oh, hello. Hello, now we've started. Now, now we have started. I mean, I'm happy to take it to the room. Like, what do we think I mean, of that? I put three fingers up then, but I actually meant for the third goal. He should have put a professional foul and I didn't say, it wasn't saying a number three. No, sorry, no. Uh, he wasn't great. Uh, four harsh. Four's harsh. 
Okay. You yeah, weren't just giving him a year's number three. That wasn't what you were doing. You weren't no, just no, sort no, of going... Not at all, no, no. He was the number three, by the way. Four is harsh, but it's... I still wouldn't give him more than a five, necessarily. He, he, okay. There's a couple of things where he definitely could have cut out goals. He definitely yeah. could have done... He should have just been doing Fabinho things. Okay. Throwing in a tackle, taking a yellow card... Is there a little bit? Is there a little bit of professional pride lost in that then? Because we've already said, we've all said from the the minute we opened our eyes this morning, essentially it's a dead rubber today. Who really cares? Most of our attention was on the Ev, essentially in here, and even on the watch along, we could hear them commentating on Dominic Solanke more than we could our game. <laughs> but so, is there a little bit of that in Fabinho's performance today? Because you are right, maybe a couple of times he could bring his man down, but he's thinking, well, why? You know what I mean? I'll get booked. I might get sent off. Whatever. If he ends up getting sent off today and he's suspended for the first three games or one game, whatever it is of next season, we'll all sort of ruin that further down the line. Is that fair to say? I feel like it was really, really harsh ratings, to be honest with you. I feel like the best you can say, especially about how, how Fabinho's form's been for this season, he didn't stand out for good or bad. No. He, he just... And he stood out for bad a lot, by the way. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. say that he was just unnoticeable he just did what he had to do and didn't stand out for good or bad I think is the best you can say about him at the minute and so I feel like a five and a half going on a six would be generous but I feel like he's earned it okay sound anyway this is my first no 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 it's fine this this is what we're here for this is what we're here for first and last no I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking I'm joking sorry I shouldn't have done that Um, (laughs) James Milner um, we spoke a little bit about him on the fan cam do go and check that out we obviously gave a little send off for him and of course Bobby but now we're going to talk about James Milner's actual performance I think you sort of spoke about his performance more than his career so I'll come back to you Steve on this James Milner's performance today very James Milner would you say yeah yeah he did what he needed to do he filled in with a team put the team first as he has so many times he had a what season at left back didn't he come to be a a centre midfielder instead of getting dumped out on the wing and he's done whatever we've needed them to he's put himself like second behind the club's needs and that was no different today he come in captain in the side led by example all over the pitch Mm -hmm. again like it's unbelievable that he's, what, 37 and yeah. still not standing out as a glaring weakness in a Premier League side that is challenging for top four and major honours and stuff like that. Um, and then we ask him to go and do a job at left-back at 37. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Don't yeah. don't worry about it. So, um, yeah, what a, what a performance to sign off on. And I'd give him, give him a six and a half going on seven. Yeah. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. That's very indicative of his career overall, I would say, James Milner. Um, one man who, um, oh, young lad, I should say, on this one, Curtis Jones, who's been brilliant, I think it's fair to say, in recent weeks. But his last two performances, he hasn't really stood out. I think this falls into that latter category. What did you make of him today? Yeah, again, he, he looks like he's played a lot of football. It looks like they're, they're maybe they're winding him down for the end yeah. of the season and putting him on his holidays. Again, it wasn't a standout performance, but... I can't remember. There's no errors that stick in my mind where you go, oh, that's a problem. Mm. Um, his substitution looked pre-programmed. It looked like that. That was it. That was as long as he was going to play. Mm. Solid six. Yeah. No yeah. up, no down. He was exactly where he was supposed to be. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. And it, for me, just on this performance, sort of overall, before I get, I'll do another rating. Is that it's interesting how this system continues to suit certain players more than it does others. Now, there's no doubt about it. Liverpool have not mastered this system yet far from it. We're still far too exposed at times. We shouldn't be allowing teams like Southampton to A, score four goals, or even look like scoring four goals. Whatever you think of Kelleher and his shot stopping today, which was non-existent at times, I think it's fair to say. We shouldn't be allowing them to be in on us so often, and that's what we need to fix over the summer. And I think it is exposing the likes of Simicast, for instance. It's exposing the likes of Joe Gomez, centrally, etc., but what we are getting from Curtis Jones is a very solid performance week in, week out, and we weren't getting that previously. And today, for me, doesn't stand out like he has been doing in recent weeks, but it was fine again. And you can almost... We always used to call Gino Wijnaldum the ghost, didn't we, in a, in a jokey sense. He was absolutely superb for us. If we can get more performance like that out of Curtis Jones moving forwards, I think we'll all be pretty happy. Anyway, Mohamed Salah, I'll do Salah. Uh, sounds not... At his best, you can see how desperate he was for that 20th Premier League goal of the season. That would have been five seasons on the spin to have done that. That would have been exceptional. Gutted for him that he doesn't. Obviously, in light of the tweet he did earlier this week, he was he's still desperate, he's still so hungry for Liverpool to succeed and, of course, succeed on a personal level as well. Gets unlucky, one brilliant save, I think, from McCarthy, actually, to deny him. So, decent performance, gets an assist, another sort of one for his tally this season, absolutely exceptional. Wasn't quite his day in front of the goal, I think it's fair to say. Always a threat, still offering that attacking sort of impetus that we need sometimes. Still the man to give the ball to more often than not as well. I'd give him a seven today, Mohamed Salah. But I will come to you next for... I will go for they got Bobby and Diogo Jota. I'm going to be Diogo Jota. Let's, let's redeem you from Fabinho a minute ago. Let's talk about somebody who got a base. Diogo Jota. We've already spoke about him earlier on, touched upon him. Clinical in front of goal, good performance. Yeah, I'm actually glad you've done Salah because I'd never want to say anything bad about Salah. Good. Hence that. Early, yeah, yeah. Never want to say anything. But Jota, really good. Really, really good. Then two, he did score two, didn't he? Yes, he did. I can't remember. I can't remember. But yeah, he done really well. One was well. easy, but yeah. Oh yeah, one was, one was very easy. So... On that, I'm going to say, ooh, seven or eight. Good yeah, I'm going to go eight. Yeah, it has to be an eight. It has to be an eight. You're, you're getting lucky. You've got Bobby Firmino now as well. The two goodbye lads. Yeah, go on then, Bobby. What were you saying? Um, the most Bobby goal that we've ever seen. It was it was vintage Bobby, wasn't it? Yeah. Sat two players on their ass, made it look easy and tapped it through the keeper's legs. Thank you very much. Um yeah, he did well. So at times, I feel like he gave the ball away too easily on terms of like simple passes that he got wrong. Um, he was just being dispossessed. But I think one of their one of their was it their first goal or the second came as a result of Bobby just giving the ball away carelessly when we were on a counter attack. Um, 
I feel like that issue wasn't there with Gakpo. As soon as Gakpo, I felt a lot more comfortable mm. seeing Gakpo on the ball because of his strength as well as physical strength. Mm. His ball retention's a lot better, which I'm not used to saying about Bobby Firmino, really, that he's not a safe pair of hands on a ball. But mm. I don't think that'll tarnish anything about what he's done at the club yeah. or anything like that. But um, yeah, today, took his goal well. I don't think it was a an amazing performance but it was an amazing goal and that's mm. all that matters in games of football yeah. really isn't it as a striker if you put the ball in the back of the net and um, yeah the forwards did what they were supposed to today so I'll give Bobby an 8 yeah it's interesting that because Bobby for me is sort of He's gone in a strange way in terms of his ability and the direction of his career because we sort of used to herald him for his ability to keep hold of the ball and make us play and retain the ball. And he still does that, of course he does. But it's interesting how the years have gone by that he's become more and more clinical in front of the goal. And he's actually started losing the ball more often. Like today was kind of another one of those performances. But him and James Milner, whoever snaps up those two for free or whichever way they go, are going to get themselves still a very high-quality footballer and they're going to be very lucky to have both of them. Going to sort of race through the sub now and you mentioned him there Cody Gakpo my current favourite Liverpool player no surprise that when he comes on we manage to get the ball better and we actually improve as a side and we look more cohesive it just looks more like a Liverpool we've become familiar with because Cody Gakpo for me is it obviously gets himself a goal he might be the answer to all our problems he very well could be uh, we looked like the team for the seven or eight games before Aston Villa yeah. once he came on we, look, we looked like we were dangerous we looked like we weren't losing the ball as much. We put all that pressure on Southampton again as soon as those changes were made. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that was down to Cody Gakpo. Yeah. Because he's just a level above in what he does. He's, again, he's, he's Bobby of five years ago mm -hmm. with a little bit more of a goal threat. Yeah. And he's bigger and he's stronger and he's faster. Yeah. He's everything we want in this new iteration of Klopp's team. So I'd give Gakpo an eight as well. Yeah, I think that's absolutely. performance, but definitely an eight. No, 100%. I agree. And it's, if you can have that sort of an impact on a football match, especially when you're trailing by two goals, if you can come on and turn it round on its head like he managed to do, with help of some others, don't get me wrong, you have to sort of rate that higher. Like, if he starts the game and has that display, you might be more like a seven. If you can come on into a match like that and change it in the way he does, that's an eight all day long for me. And I just think he's superb. And I completely agree with your point on him being Bobby 2.0, except bigger, quicker, stronger, etc. Etc. And it's very exciting. And I've said it a million times on numerous shows. Walks into a side on its arse essentially in January, and he's boss straight away. Just imagine him with a preseason, better players around him, learning the system, etc., etc. Yes, Chris, I quite agree. He's fucking boss. <laughs> anyway, um, less of that. Um, Harvey Elliott. You're nice to see me in the room. <laughs> 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 oh, my eyes. One or the other. My eyes. Uh, Harvey Elliott. Again, you know what? I haven't seen a lot of Harvey Elliott recently, which is interesting in itself because obviously he was the only player for a long part of the season to play every single game. Yeah. And all of a sudden he gets taken out of the limelight. Whether he's sort of managing his minutes and managing development, that feels like something we might be doing. Might also be doing a system. He might not quite suit or learn the system as quick as some of the others have. What did you make of him today? I thought not quite the same level as Gakpo, but he had an impact on this match he did yeah and he never stops running Harvey Elliott he always has an eye for goal trying his hardest um, I don't really know why Klopp stopped playing him okay. and starting him all the time did he think well I've got another player who is a little bit better i.e. Jones mm. I think that was a bit of a bad decision to take him out the limelight okay. so with him coming on today and Trying to make an impact, I'm going to go with a solid seven. 
Nice, yeah. You know, I I tend to agree with that actually. And he was one actually desperate for a goal. There, I mentioned Salah being desperate to score. Have you? Elliot was trying his luck from all sorts of ranges as well. Um, I'll give you the final two to finish and to wrap us up. Then, mate, John Henson comes on, uh, and Louis Diaz comes on. Um, what did you make of those two, buddy? So, firstly, Hendo. I think that became clear from that performance, especially that he gave gave the ball right to their player to score that goal. I think he became clear that he's ready for the role that Milner had, 100%. that Milner's vacating right now, that sort of rotation in, kind of more selfless role of yeah. filling in where and when, when needed because he's paid God knows how many dues to the club. He owes the club absolutely nothing. Yeah. But I don't think he's ready for that starting... 40 games a season role anymore I think we need to recruit in the summer to get someone who can do what Hendo did for us maybe five five years ago yeah. and um, yeah he just looked knackered I think at times even though he only come on late on in the game I think it showed that the season was it's apparent on his legs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it wasn't his finest display from the from the captain so I'm going to give him a Give him a six. Okay. Yeah, that good volley was nearly went in. That was a good effort, like. But outside of that, he probably. I mean, listen, I'm not arguing with you. I think you're spot on. <laughs> I'm just saying he did have that decent strike. I had one eye on the F when that. Yeah, was yeah, but, yeah. yeah. It, it, it did actually happen. Yeah, um, and just finally, mate, Louis Diaz, just to wrap up. Not loads to write home about on this one. Not really, no. But again, still working his way back. That's another load of minutes in his legs. Hopefully. Some promising signs, again, not quite the end product we want from him or we paid money for to get from him. Mm-hmm. Still looks very dangerous. We're in and around the box, always trying, always willing to make things happen and stuff like that. But again, we've got to look towards the new season, bearing in mind the injury that he's had, the time he was out for. We can't expect instant returns no. on a man coming back after such a long layoff. So promising, Excited to see more of him. Hopefully we see a bit more outcome from him in terms of goals and assists. Yeah. But I'd give him a seven, six and a half, seven. I mean, that's it with Diaz. I think yeah. we all got a little bit excited, including myself, when he first came back and he was playing so regularly and so many minutes so regularly because I thought, we're going to see something from Diaz between now and in the season. But in hindsight, I probably should have tempered my expectations a little bit more and just be glad to see him playing football again and sort of just allow him to play and then have a pre-season and then go again with Diaz next season. Um, and just on Henderson as well, quickly, I've said for weeks now, he needs to be going into the Milner role and that's not really a negative thing. Mm-hmm. But when you're asking someone like Jordan Henderson and Fabinho I put into this category as well I said it earlier on to play week in week out you're going to see a decline in their performances because you just can't expect them just to go and go and go but if we recruit smartly like we hope that we do seeing Henderson and Fabinho less and play less 90 minutes we'll get better out of them yeah. and we'll see better performances and everything will just be sound it's going to be more of a squad player well exactly yeah, but we need that we need just that it's not even listen Henderson can still start football matches asking Fabinho but say we've won a game you can take him off half an hour to yeah. go you've got that luxury if you've got lads to come on Bacetic you know McAllister hopefully who knows Curtis Jones for instance yeah. into that rotation but the fact is that for too long this season and before it in a many sense it's just been like oh Fabinho go again Henderson go again Fabinho and it's just took its toll and we're seeing it now we're seeing the performances now anyway 
that's all for this episode of Player Ratings. Thank you very much for joining me, gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure listening. Fabinho 4, wow. Anyway, um, make sure you check out Red Men Plus. Myself and Chris will be over there a little bit later doing the instant match reaction for you. Make sure you head down and listen to that. And also, I've got to tell you that over on redmenmerch.com, we're doing 20% off all weekend on stuff like this. That discount is applied automatically. So get over there now and get yourself something. Boss, that discount runs until midnight Bank Holiday Monday, which is tomorrow as time of recording. You know what I mean. You know what you're working out. Anyway, thank you very much for watching. Thank you very much for listening. I'll see you all again soon. Take it easy. Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Selling a little? Or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.